0: Today, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you in prayer and in faith, believing it is written in your word that Jesus came to save the lost. We wish that all men and all women and all children be saved and to know your divine truth. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we bring before you all those that listen to this broadcast. And we bring them before you this day. And we touch them with the divine truth of the touching of the Holy Spirit that they might go forth And preach thy word to the salvation of the lost. And Satan we bind you in the name of Jesus. And loose you from the activities in those that we seek. And in the lives of those that we seek. To spread the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ too. Father, we ask the Lord of the harvest to thrust the perfect laborers into the path of those that we send forth today. Those that listen to the broadcast. That they might share your gospel in a special way so that those that listen today and tomorrow will understand it. As your laborers, as your ministers to those folks, we believe that they will come to know Jesus Christ and that no snare of the devil who has held them captive will hold them bound. That Jesus, the Lord of our lives, will loose them in Jesus' name. I praise you, God. Your word says that you will deliver those from whom we intercede who are not innocent through the cleanness of our hands. Now we are standing upon your word, God, and from this moment on, Father, we shall praise you and thank you for those that we pray for, the lost. For their salvation, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, 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 praise be to God, we have committed this matter into your hands, those that we pray, the lost, that they might find salvation, our faith will see the lost saved in our cities around the world, filled with the knowledge of your word, and everybody will say amen and amen. So let it be done. Praise God. And each day after praying this prayer, I thank the Lord for this, this, these people's salvation. We rejoice and we praise God for the victory. Hallelujah. We confess above prayer that it is done. Hallelujah. For those people that you as prayer warriors... Spiritual spiritual prayer partners. Shepherds of prayer that those people that you are praying for. That they may no longer be lost. But they may be counted as saved. And thank him for sending the laborers. Thank him that Satan is bound. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Welcome to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. If you're new to our broadcast, we are in Arizona, 501C non Prayer Ministry. We welcome you to just one part of Pastor Davenport Ministries. We are a spirit-filled, Bible-believing beacon of light, a non-denominational ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ, both from Gospel of Faith Church over in Ash Fork, Arizona as well as from the worldwide Broadcast Studio here in Fort Mojave, Arizona, where today is just 104, bright and sunny, a beautiful afternoon. Praise Jesus. And we welcome you to our Sunday services. Praise Jesus. We are, we are going out on the airways to over 18 countries around the world. So wherever you are listening to the sound of my voice, I want to welcome you. I guess I said this afternoon, this morning, for our morning services. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you for letting me tune in for today's broadcast. Will you turn your Bibles, please, to Genesis 22, 1 through 4. Genesis, Genesis 22, 1 through 4. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham. And he said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, And offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Verse 3. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass, and he took two of his sons, young men, excuse me, two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went into the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw the place afar off. Now I want you to notice, he is given direct revelation from God. He is given a direct revelation from God to offer Isaac as an offering to God. God told him he would inform him which mountain to accomplish this on. And on the third day he saw the place. A second revelation came unto him about what mountain it would be. Now in Matthew 16, 21 of the King James Version... From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again upon the third day. The third day implies something we must be very conscious of. The the day Jesus Christ Resurrected. So we need need to come to a, a third day revelation. On the third day Abraham saw the place. Obviously God had spoke to him that day. Since the first day God only informed Abraham to go into the land of Moriah. And offer Isaac on one of the mountains there. Only on the third day did Abraham see it. So God must have spoken to him that day about which mountain. And Abraham had resurrection faith. Say it again. And Abraham had resurrection faith. Say that phrase with me. Resurrection faith. Say it again. Resurrection faith. Because he told the men to remain where they were. Because he, had, he and Isaac were going to. To the mountain and both would return back to them again. So he had resurrection faith. That he and his son Isaac. Would both return back to them again. In Genesis 22 and 5. King James Version. And Abraham said unto his young men. Abide ye here with the ass. And I and the lad will go yonder and worship. And come again unto thee. Abraham had said several things that showed he had faith in resurrection. Now, if I had to title this sermon, I think I would would title it, Faith for Third Day Resurrection Power. In Genesis 22, 7 and 8, Isaac spoke up and he said, Father, Father. And he answered, Yes, my son. Isaac asked, I see that you have the coals and the wood, but where is the lamb for the sacrifice? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb. And the two of them walked on together. When we read the New Testament uh, reference to this, we see Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17 through 19. It was faith that made Abraham offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice, when God put Abraham to the test. Abraham was the one to whom God had made the promise, yet he was ready to offer his only son, his only son, as a sacrifice. God had said to him, it is through Isaac that you will have the descendants, I promised. So Abraham reckoned that God was able to raise Isaac from death and so to speak, Abraham did receive Isaac back from death. So Abraham walked. He walked. Listen. He walked in resurrection faith. Abraham walked in resurrection faith. Say that with me. Abraham walked in resurrection faith. Jesus died and resurrected from the death on the third day. Is that not correct? He walked by supernatural life after death took its chance, killed him, and Jesus rose and walked again anyway. This is what the Bible calls walking after the Spirit. Walking after the Spirit is just as with Jesus living a supernatural life. Living a supernatural life. We can live a life in which we depend upon the intervention of God in supernatural power for us to get through life. For Abraham to tell his servants he and his son would be back after God telling Abraham to sacrifice his son was for Abraham to have faith in a supernatural intervention. Romans 8 and 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. In Romans chapter 4 verse 12. And the Father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our Father Abraham, which he had being yet uncircumcised. Now your walk is how you live. Say it again. Your walk is how you live. In Romans 8, 11 through 13, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, we shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live hallelujah glory to god you see the spirit of resurrection quickens us or gives us life this is not talking about when we resurrect from graves because verse 12 shows the cause of the spirit the the spirit quickens us so we do not have to live after the flesh we We are, are, are not going to worry about living after the flesh when we resurrect from the actual graves. It is in this world we are concerned with living after the flesh. Walking by faith, my friends. Walking by faith was not hard for Abraham because Abraham believed the word of God. He believed the word of Almighty God. God told him that he was to have so many children that they would number like the grains of sand of the sea. God said that. So if God later says he wanted Isaac to be sacrificed, someone who believes God's word can only conclude God must be going to raise the boy from the dead because God said Isaac was the first of as many children as there are grains of sand in the sea. Our lives are full of troubles. Our lives are full of troubles. There are events and circumstances in life that all of us battle. Your battle is not mine, but we all have our own. And we have to go to battle in this life. Those believers who really believe God's word depend upon a supernatural power to get them through. And many believers have not grown in faith this much yet. When we look around the world today in 2021, what do we see? A lack of faith. A lack in faith of God. A lack of the faith of church. A lack in the faith of Family, But we can grow in such faith that we believe God's word and actually go forth into life's battle depending upon the supernatural power to help us through. People who worry when troubles and battles come, do not, do not, I said, do not walk by faith. Walking by faith means we know God. And we know God will help us supernaturally if he has to. Knowing this will happen causes us not to worry. Why worry over something you know will be overcome by supernatural power? So knowing, I'm going to say it again, know we will overcome, overcome our circumstances by supernatural power. It is one thing to believe in supernatural power, but to expect supernatural power to come upon you and help you so much that you depend upon it to happen is another step altogether. It's automatic when you love God. I dare say most of us believe in the supernatural God. But how many believe in him so much that you believe you will receive and see supernatural help when you enter into life's battles? It's like I say all the time. You come to the altar. You bring your, your problems. You bring your battles to the altar. And we lay hands upon you and we anoint you. And before you get to the back door of the church, you take them all back. God doesn't have a chance to deal with your problems your your power your, your your battles with his supernatural powers because before he even gets a chance you've already taken him back how many believe in him so much that you believe you will receive it and, and and see his supernatural power at work because you've taken him back before he gets a chance you see we need to get to a place where we know God's supernatural power will kick into effect when we need it. Instead of worrying about life struggle we face so much that we shake loose God's power. Glory to God! That's why He's there. That's a life lived that is actually on the same level as Jesus walking by supernatural power when He was resurrected. The third day saw Jesus walk and survive by the supernatural power that death could not touch. The third day saw Abraham so full of faith and confidence in the supernatural God he served, that he told his servant he and the boy would return and told Isaac, God will provide a lamb at the sacrifice. This is called walking after the Spirit. Glory to God. When will you walk after the Spirit? That third day walking. When, oh when, will we learn to walk after the Spirit of God? That mountain where Abraham offered Isaac in such powerful faith for God to resurrect him was called Moriah. Moriah means vision of God, scene of God, what God had made one see. The Bible speaks of the eyes of understanding. Ephesians 1 and 18, The eyes of your understanding, being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of glory of his inheritance in saints. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, In whom the God of this world hath blinded, and the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So if Moriah means scene of God, or what God causes us to see, you can see the Moriah represents the place of revelation or understanding. Being able to think like this is representative of what God shows us. You see, God actually gives us a revelation. God will give you a revelation, my friends, when you truly set your heart to desire to understand this and to think like this and to seek God for it. He gives you a revelation and opens your eyes, so so to speak. Moriah represents a sort of mountain of revelation of spiritual power or resurrection power. Only the people who get this revelations are able to stop worrying about things and expect a supernatural power to kick into effect. When will you let God work for you? When will you let go and let God? Worrying means to where we rely upon our human power that's what worrying is. You rely on your human power and we know it might not be enough power to handle something. Because we're worrying, we're, we're gnawing our fingernails down to our elbows. We worry if we will get through something or not based upon our own abilities. But faith, hallelujah, glory to God, our faith means we have a revelation of God's resurrection power. It is a resurrection power because being able to withstand as much as the natural life in us can stand is coming to a place of death. Natural life can only go as far as death. The only life that can come out of the other side of an experience of death is a resurrection life. Listen, a resurrected life. So at the time we know our natural life and abilities cannot take something in our experiences, We can understand that the resurrection life can take it and easily overcome. We are overcomers through the the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Become an overcomer through Christ. The wall that the natural life faces when a person dies is just like the wall we face when we know our natural abilities cannot solve any situation. Are you listening? Our natural abilities cannot solve those situations. We might as well face death and try to come out on top by our natural lives as to try to deal with some situations in our lives. It don't work. Since resurrection life can come out on top of death, then by the same token, a resurrection life can easily deal with some situations in life. Miracles, say miracles, Miracles require a resurrected life because the power for a miracle goes beyond what natural life and natural power can do. Getting victory over your fleshly weaknesses requires resurrected life because those weaknesses are in the natural life. I hope, I hope and I pray today That my Celebrate Recovery people are listening to this sermon. Getting victory over your fleshly weaknesses requires a resurrected life. Because those weaknesses are in your natural lives. So true believers with real faith do not just know God can bless supernaturally. But they actually do things that depend upon supernatural intervention by God hallelujah glory to God in Genesis 22 9 through 12 and they came to the place which God had told him of and Abraham built an altar there and he laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood and Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son Isaac and the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said Abraham Abraham and he said here I am and he said lay not thy hand upon the lad and neither do that anything unto him for now I know that thou fearest God seeing that thou hast withheld thy son thine only son from me and the text continues in Genesis 22 13 through 17 and Abraham lifted up his eyes and the be- looked, and behold, behind the ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto him Abraham out of heaven the second time, and he said, By myself I am sworn, saith the Lord. <coughs> Excuse me, for because thou hast done this thing and hast thou withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessings I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven and as the sand. Which upon thy seashore, and thy seed shall be possessed the gate of his enemies. He saw something else. He lifted up his eyes again. We see another revelation here. He saw a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. He took the ram and offered it instead of Isaac. Jesus is represented by the ram. His head was the crown of thorns, like the ram's horns were caught in the thicket. Thorns came into the world after God cursed the ground for Abraham's sake. Excuse me, Adam's sake. Horns of the ram are that ram's power. And the power of the death and sin represented the thorns entrapped and caught, overpowered the ram. His power was caught in death. Jesus' crown of power was thorns. He took the curse mankind caused to come. Because Jesus was a sacrifice, letting go of his natural life, resurrection life, came to raise him up. In closing, when we live as living sacrifices too, trusting in Jesus, letting go of our natural lives, and not depending nor relying upon natural power, then resurrection power comes to each and every one of us as well. This power only comes to those who trust in Jesus Christ. And it all starts with trusting in Jesus by getting saved. The cross of Jesus is Jesus dying instead of you. God said Isaac must die, but the ram died instead. We must die due to sin, but the lamb Jesus died instead. God considered that our deaths. And when we accept that and get saved by the cross and live lives the same way, depending on the Jesus who died as us, to live as us. That is resurrection life empowering us. He died as us, and the resurrection life we empowered by his actual, actually Jesus living as us inside of you and I. Galatians 2 and 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth within me. And the life which I now live in flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He was located on the cross to die as you and I. He is now located in believers as to live in each and every one of us. Moriah means vision of God, seen of God, what God has made one see. You say to me, Pastor Davenport, I want some of that supernatural power. I've fallen away from God. I've fallen away from the church. And I need to get Jesus back in my life. If that's you, I want you to bow your head right where you are right now and repeat this salvation prayer with me. If you've never known Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior or you just want to know Jesus and come closer to God, you'd like to pray this prayer with me. I invite you to do so now. Maybe your finances have hit rock bottom. Maybe your your health has hit rock bottom. Maybe you just need to come back to God. Let's pray together right now. Father. It is written in your word that if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, and I believe in my heart that you were raised from the dead, I shall be saved. Therefore, Father, I confess that Jesus is my Lord I make him Lord of my life right now. I believe in my heart that you were raised from the dead. I I renounce my past life and I close the door upon Satan. I thank you for forgiving all my sins. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life, and I am a new creation. The old things have passed away, and now all things have become new. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. My friend, if you just prayed that prayer in earnest faith, I want to welcome you to the family of God there are many things that are going to open up to you and I encourage you to seek out a Bible believing church in your area wherever you may be around the world ask them to baptize you in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins and start studying the Word of God find a good Bible start attending church on a regular basis and learn to love Jesus with all your heart your body your mind and your soul drop us a line the address is on this website if you're on any other websites besides spiritualawareness.net come on over get our address get our email drop us a line now know that you're loved With that, raise your right hand up towards your computer or lay whatever venue you're following us on. May the Lord bless you, keep you, and make his face to shine upon you because you're a child of God. God bless. We love you all.